Welcome to Let's Explore Tokyo. This is episode six, and we are going to talk about Japanese convenience stores, or as we all know them here, konbini. That's right, James. How do you get the word konbini from convenience store? It is part of a very popular trend in Japanese, really, to take words from other languages and shorten them, sometimes significantly,、mm-hmm. to the point where some words are unrecognizable. Yeah. That's for another episode. But konbini is just a form of convenience store. It's the shortened form of convenience store、yeah. in Japanese. Yeah. In Japan, they have katakana, which is a phonetic alphabet.、Hmm. And the closest you can get in those characters to convenience, as we would say, is convenience.、Hmm. And it gets shortened to konbini. And、yeah. even one of the main, one of the most famous or most commonly seen konbinis here has its own shortening. Family Mart becomes Famima. Yeah, and as I was just saying, not just for konbini or other words, but.、Um There are so many non Japanese words, not just English as well, that get shortened or abbreviated. I had no idea what Famima was until someone explained it to me. Yeah. And I, I had so many, and like many other foreigners living here as well, so many instances of like, oh, that's what Pasakon is personal computer. In fact, one of the most, one of the first things you'll probably see in a textbook is an example of that, which is Terebi. Yeah, which, which is your TV, television,、mm. Terebi. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's for another episode, I guess, isn't it? Like looking at、uh, the language and、uh, commonly used words, non Japanese words that get commonly thrown around in Japanese that sometimes confuse visitors to Japan, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, konbini is one of the ones that you will probably need to know, actually, because part of the reason why we're doing this episode on convenience stores in Japan is because we realized. That they are so important. Yeah, they're. In Japan. It's like,、uh, was it Al's Diner in Happy Days? <laughs> <laughs> everything happens at the konbini. Yeah, you just you use your local konbini wherever you live. And when you're looking for an apartment as well, you'll scope out straight away what are your nearest konbinis and you'll be going there, let's say, four times a week at least to do something. Oh, yeah. The konbini. And we joke about saying, well, everything happens at the konbini. You know what? When I lived in the countryside, and this may have been the same for when you lived in the countryside、mm-hmm. too, it's not a hell of a lot to do in the countryside, <laughs> especially if you're a kid, right? And there was a 7 Eleven not too far from, it was kind of in between where I lived and worked. Do you mean a 7 Eleven? Well, I think this was before the takeover by 7 and I Holdings.、Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's old school. This particular 7 Eleven was your typical Inaka convenience store. In, countryside. Yeah, Inaka means countryside. Yeah, you know, there's not a lot to do in the town, and kids would actually congregate there. At the convenience, yeah. Yeah, and they would hang outside, you know, they would buy some ramen or whatever or some snacks and just sit outside and drink. Or some of the bad ones would, would go behind、yeah. the convenience, smoke cigarettes, and say,、like, oh, tut, 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 tut. And also, you get your 17 year old, 18 year old, young, you know, Slight troublemaker, and they would. The closest one that I had in Tawaramoto, small town where I used to live, I think was actually a 3F, which is like a pretty. It's more of a. a 3F is pretty rough, isn't it? Yeah, so one of the one of the smaller chains, but outside that 3F, because it had a parking space、mm. in front of it, as a lot of communities do, not in central Tokyo. And、um, yeah, young guys would come and they just rev their bikes. <laughs> yeah. Just be in the community parking lot, three of their mates sitting on the ground eating cup ramen, smoking cigarettes. One of them's on the bike, and the bike is 
on for some reason and every now and then just rawr, 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 rawr. you're like yeah there's not a lot to do around here i guess no. this is what you do hang out in front of the convenience yeah but yeah your typical big city tokyo convenience store doesn't have the big parking lot that the countryside no. ones will have um in fact most of them won't have any parking at all they'll just be on the first floor of uh sometimes an apartment building sometimes more often than not yep. uh like an office building yeah i bet most big office buildings would have at least one was yeah would have at least one convenience yeah store. probably uh seven probably one of the big three and the big three are 7-eleven family mart and lawson those are the three you're going to see quite a lot an awful lot in Tokyo especially yes. yeah. as you walk up uh, a street let's say you walk 300 meters you're gonna see at least two and in some parts of town two of the same chain yeah particularly Family Mart you were saying this around where you live yeah yeah this Family Mart seemed to be very aggressive in their business strategy uh, in the last five six years especially I just see Family Mart after Family Mart set up on the same street sometimes on the same block you will walk along the same block and there'll be two family marts on that block mm. they're very aggressive in their strategy i think they're just basically trying to buy up all the real estate and squeeze any potential competition out part of the reason why we said you will be going to the kombini and why maybe the corporate takeover of the world by family mart is not necessarily a bad thing is because kombinis are convenient they're great here yeah like we said at the start they are extremely integral to modern Japanese life. They're not just for buying your typical snacks, drinks, cigarettes, newspaper, that kind of thing. Of course, you can do all of that, but you can do so many other things at a Japanese convenience store, such as pay your ward tax. So yeah. your, your city taxes, not your income tax or whatever, but your city taxes could be done through your company, very commonly, but other lots of other people get it sent to their house as these paper bills. Mm. And you take your paper bill to the convenience store and pay your city tax. Yeah, they send you a little uh, slip of paper with a barcode on it. You just take it down to your nearest convenience, give it to the clerk, they'll scan it and you pay. That's it. Before I came here, who would have thought that yeah, you could pay, you could do your civic duty. <laughs> at 7-Eleven or any other convenience store. So it's not just tax, but all manner of bills, utility bills can be paid. Your gas, at most your water and sewage, yeah. your electricity. Yep, pay them all at the convenience store. And then you paid all your bills, you got a little bit of money left, you wanna go and see a concert. Yeah. Oh, you better get online and make that booking. <gasps> Wait a minute, Lee. You can pay for it at your local convenience. <gasps> so I did this just recently, actually. There's a big rugby game coming up here next month in Tokyo. Uh, one famous New Zealand team is visiting and they're playing a local team. So my wife and I, we bought tickets. We ordered the tickets online and it says, okay, please pay and pick up at any 7-Eleven or Lawson. And we've got a 7-Eleven just down the road from us. So yeah, we did that. Each convenience store chain, well, I don't know about each of them, but the big ones, the big three do that we just mentioned, have their own sort of ticketing machine yeah where it's not just like concert tickets or sports tickets there's, there's a load of other stuff you can do there yeah with my i mean your japanese is better than mine my japanese is okay your japanese is good Ooh. but even but even <laughs> but even within that even within our restricted japanese range there's like hundreds of functions on these machines that we're not oh yeah yeah, yeah. so like, things like event tickets so yeah like we we paid for and picked up our tickets to this rugby match uh, using the 7-Eleven. I forget what the 7-Eleven machine's called, but I is know... Is that the loppy one? No. 
uh, Loppy Machine is Lawson. Right. And Family Mart is, I don't know. You'll see they're usually quite close to the entrance mm-hmm. of every store. These Next little- to the... ATM. Yeah, yeah. Good point. Most most convenience stores will have an ATM. Occasionally, uh, one or two might not. But yeah, they'll be close. These machines will be close to the ATM, and yeah, they're pretty easy to spot. They've got like a touch, big touch screen. Yeah, and yeah, and I think Family Mart have a bilingual user interface. I can't right. remember exactly. No, one of them certainly does, because I remember using mm. it as well. So then you've gone there. You bought your ticket. Then you realize the ATM is right next to you and you thought, well, I was going to take some money out anyway, so I'll take some money out. And then as you're walking away from there, someone else is waiting to use the ATM, so you move slightly to the side and oh, you bump into the printer. Yeah. Where you have brought your USB and you can print documents and you're okay, well, I think a lot of places would have that function, but it's good you don't have to walk all the way to like a Kinko's FedEx. But the other thing which... uh, not necessarily to do with convenience, but convenience have this function. This is very interesting that Japan keeps us alive, which is that in Japan, you know, one of which has some of the most high tech stuff around, still love a fax. They oh, still they, love sending a fax. They love a good fax in Japan. So, so yeah, you can go down to the convenience, get your daily faxing done. As funny as that may sound in 2019, it's still a thing. And you may think, well, I'm only here for a short time or maybe you're only going to live here for six or seven months or so. You would be surprised at how many businesses you interact with will still say, oh, please fax us these documents. You're like, fax? This isn't 1989 anymore. (laughs) I could send you as an attachment if you want. Yeah. I know. Yeah. But anyway. But it's still the way a lot of business is handled here. So yeah, fax machines are built into those printers at most convenience stores as well right i think it costs about 10 yen to send a fax or 10 yen to print maybe a little bit more maybe 20 yen to send a fax yeah but fingers crossed faxes will eventually be phased out here but you never know yeah japanese you know companies and administrative offices do like paper in japan yeah Yeah. i think that's why faxes are still kept around because of the love of just paper documents here yeah you can do all of that and so you can pick up event tickets and now here's a funny thing i've even paid for airline tickets at the convenience store Mm -hmm. and i've also paid for a phone that's right you were saying i often get all my amazon deliveries sent to a convenience store just down the road from me because i'm sure you're well aware that you know you often order stuff from amazon and you're at work when they deliver it so and then you play this annoying back and forth tag relay phone relay with them it's like oh i'll be home tomorrow from 12 to 2 and and they come late and they miss you again so it's really really frustrating you can just nominate i think it's not 7-eleven but lawson and family mart i think are in partnership with amazon in japan mm. and you can just say you know what deliver it to this particular family mart and they will send you a text message or an email or whatever it's saying that it's being delivered and you can just go down there and pick it up perfect yeah and that's when you go again you use their little kiosk machine thing enter in your order details and stuff and it prints you off a little barcode receipt hand that over to the the, the sales clerk beep, beep. yeah they scan it and they give you your stuff and you pay for it or if it's already been paid for fine but yeah they also do well of course amazon do cash on delivery but you can also just pay for it at the convenience store too yeah, yeah. which is why i paid for my phone actually again those the event ticket and the whole you know amazon pickup thing is just it can be extended to anything right so 
Years ago, I bought a new iPhone. I didn't have a credit card, a Japanese credit card at the time. So I just went to my nearest 7-Eleven, took out the money from the ATM there, and then hopped on the little machine there, printed off the, the barcode receipt, paid for it there, and then just waited for it to be delivered. Then, let's say it's 6.30 p.m., you've picked up your Amazon package because you're at work that day like any normal person. <laughs> And then you realize, oh, you have a package to send. So you go back home, yeah. you get your stuff, and then you take it back to you take your stuff to the convenience because the post office is closed, and you send a tacky bin. So, uh, you know, postage. Yeah. And you, I think the, do they all use Kuro Neko, which is like black cat, which has got a very cool logo. Yeah. Well, you can do tacky bin basically just means uh, parcel delivery, mm. doesn't it? So you can nominate to use either Japan Post, so the regular postal service. Oh, so just exactly like the post office. Yeah, you can yeah. use it as a post office, or you can use one of the big, there's really really two big courier companies it's here. Kuroneko. Kuroneko, which literally means black cat. Yeah. They're definitely the better of the two companies. Which is the other one? The other I always use Kuroneko. Yeah, the other one is Sagawa. Oh, yeah, Sagawa Express. I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Sagawa Express. They, they wear blue uniforms. Yeah. So, yeah, you can send, like, you know, large parcels uh, by courier. It's definitely a bit faster than the post office, isn't it? Yeah. You just go to the convenience store clerk and you, and you, you have your parcel. If you don't have the packing slip, they'll give you one and you'll say something like, oh, Kuroneko de Onagaishimasu or something. Or, please send this by Kuroneko or please send this by Sagawa. Whatever. However you want to send it. And... I, mean, I, I, mean, I can't tell you how much a package is going to cost, but it's extremely useful for the airport. Have you ever used their luggage delivery takibin service? No, I know it exists. Very handy. Haven't used it. Yeah. Used it quite a few times. Here's a here's a bit of a top tip for travelers. If you've got lots, especially if you're going back home, right? So mm-hmm. let's say you've come to Tokyo for a week and you've probably picked up a bunch of souvenirs and other items and stuff you probably got a lot more luggage than what you started out with right we'll do an episode on this later about how to get to the airports two major airports in tokyo but let's just say it can be a bit of a challenge with a lot of luggage because Mm -hmm. if you're taking the trains not all the train stations have elevators and it can be a bit bit of a hassle yeah so i like to use the service quite a lot i will either order a service where the courier will come to your door to pick up the luggage and you can do that through their website right or you can just wheel it down to your local convenience store fill out the slip there and say you know deliver it to terminal to narita airport or something and they have this is an actual full like airport luggage delivery service so that's a designated airport luggage i never thought that actually for tourists that would be a very good idea yeah yeah like you've you know you let's say family so you and your partner and perhaps children as well before you know it everyone's got a couple of extra shopping bags over four people that's tons of extra shopping bags yeah and you're like you know what i'll just send them to narita yeah It costs about 20 bucks to send a standard size suitcase. Mm-hmm. It's really cheap, yeah. 2,000 yen, yeah. yeah. Uh, they might charge you a little bit more if they if you ask them to come and pick it up from your house or hotel or wherever you're staying directly. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is cheaper just to take it down to your local convenience store. And I'd imagine if you're staying in a hotel, there's going to be a convenience store very nearby. Oh yeah, sometimes yeah. in the hotel as yeah. well. Yeah. So, so those are some of the interesting services. Yeah. So but, it, but most of the time, you're going to be using a convenience store for your your sundries. Yeah. Yeah. Buying drinks, snacks, or maybe maybe you need a cell phone charger. They sell that kind of stuff too. Yeah. It is quite interesting because they've got they always had this, but it's a little bit 
more varied than it used to be but because of the the culture here of people working late mm. and having sort of what are basically compulsory nights out with co-workers you know maybe someone has slept in a capsule hotel because they missed their last train so they wake up and they have work the next day so you go in the convenience store not only all the stuff we've just mentioned could be done there but they now most of them have a section sometimes muji sometimes not branded by muji oh family where, has muji yeah. yeah where they will sell a necktie socks underpants yeah yeah <laughs> t-shirts yeah but literally just stuff like like a plain white or plain black t-shirt plain black or plain gray socks it's totally made for a business person oh, who yeah. has unexpectedly spent the night in a hotel i'm sure you've had a similar situation i know i have yeah, as well. yeah, we're all, like, yeah. a couple of times like you've had a long night out you've got to be at work the next day and like oh i don't have a necktie yeah i just went into the family mart and bought a necktie <laughs> yeah that's it you got, got a necktie and you're like well i am still wearing the same socks from last night that's not cool and these are like 200 yen I'll never wear them after this again yeah but actually the ones nowadays because I bought a pair of the Muji ones from was it Family Mart that got Muji yeah and they're proper Muji ones so they were like yeah they're, they're like they're now a usable pair of socks yeah, yeah. but um, yeah I mean I think people would be a bit surprised by that or like underwear and socks next to batteries that seems a bit yeah. yeah yeah some of them are allowed to sell medicines now really yeah, there is a, a second branch of Lawson. Lawson is one of the big convenience store chains here. But there's another like offshoot brand, isn't it? Natural, natural Lawson, Lawson too. Ah, yeah. And I've noticed a few natural Lawsons have like a pharmacy attached to them now. So ah, interesting new idea. Yeah. Most convenience stores, if you need it, will set will sell basic medicinals like painkillers. Yeah. Or throat lozenges, cough yeah. syrup, that kind of thing. But pretty weak you know tame stuff <laughs> you'd hope so yeah yeah, yeah exactly but there are a few <laughs> like I hope you're not complaining that the stuff they sell at the committee is not strong enough yeah don't go to a convenience store <laughs> like, if, if you... here's Lee on that old bugbear of this yeah. but you know I'm just saying like if you have a severe cough or something don't go to a convenience store expecting like oh I'm gonna get a really like full strength anti-tussive or whatever it's called um, no you got everything here you wake up in a capsule hotel because you missed your last train <laughs> so you have to stumble out you get a terrible hangover you have to stumble out because actually you didn't want to go out but your boss demanded that it was a night out so you had to go out because you're a junior member of the team you stumble out to the street and you go ah oh, brilliant there's a comedian across the road so what I'll do is tack you bean you know package delivery some flowers to my wife to say sorry <laughs> <laughs> I will also buy some new underwear because I'm badly in need of it because I've you know slept basically in my suit buy a new necktie and then oh good the pharmacy opens at 8.30 my head is killing me (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much so hopefully this has given you some sort of idea as to how important and extremely useful convenience stores are here but we're going to explore getting back to I guess what initially was the main reason for convenience stores your drinks and snacks yeah so therefore and, mm. and cigarette neither is smoke so we're not going to test cigarettes <laughs> but um, I hope not. we're not going to do that <laughs> like neither is smoke but you know just for the purposes of letting you guys know we're going to try some famous okay, brands I'm, I'm quitting yeah, this podcast like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but um, what we are going to do is we're going to have uh, well we're going to make a video an accompanying video yeah we're also going to keep this in audio as well we'll we'll keep this into like a full podcast episode but if you want to actually see some of the the snacks and drinks we're gonna taste test we've perused well 
the major chains, that's Family Mart, Lawson, 7-Eleven, for what we think are somewhat interesting snacks yeah. that you might find. Would the most interesting one perhaps be curry in stick? Quite possibly, Ooh. yeah. I'm not looking forward We're gonna to We're going to try it, but it, please be aware, listener, we're only doing this for you. Yeah. Like, we really would rather... But curry and stick is going to be... I mean, if it's delicious, I'll be I'll be happily amazed. Well, yeah. I don't think it's going to be. No. So we just thought that something like that needs a visual component to yes. it as well. We're going to taste some beers, aren't we? we got some... Three different beers. Three different beers from the convenience store. Asahi, yep. Sapporo, and Ebisu. Ooh. Well, without further ado, let's get that on the go. Hi there. Before we wrap this episode up, just wanted to mention that if you do want to see those videos we just talked about, then you can find them on our YouTube channel. We've got those tasting videos up there as well as a few other videos too. And we're planning to put more up there as time goes on. Just search for Let's Explore Tokyo on YouTube and you'll find us easily. Also, if you want to check out more episodes of the podcast, you can find us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, basically any of the major podcast services out there. So thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode.